Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you all to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. Today's podcast is looking at the LPG sector and how it's poised for sustainable fuel transformation. So this actual podcast comes from the article written by Gordon Feller, and it is inside the July-August issue of Gas Processing LNG Magazines. Now, I do want to say before we get started that the IRPC Operations Global Virtual Event is still open for registration. It is free to join, but you do have to register. To do that, simply go to irpc-operations.com. On the site, you can see the full agenda. We got a lot of really good speakers. Uh, You can look up sponsorship availability, as well as some additional information. Uh, But most of all, you can sign up there. It's free, like I said, uh, and we hope to see you there. So now let's take a look at the LPG sector and how it's poised for sustainable fuel transformation. Like virtually all industries, the LPG sector was challenged by the COVID-19 pandemic throughout 2020. Healthcare workers relied on propane-fueled heaters as they performed COVID-19 tests on motorists in parking lots. Restaurants relied on propane-fueled patio heaters to keep diners fed and employees working after restrictions on indoor dining compelled them to serve meals outdoors. Millions counted on propane to keep homes comfortable and businesses running. However, owning to its role as an essential commodity for residential cooking, a dramatic increase in outdoor living, and as a petrochemical feedstock, the LPG industry was less affected by the pandemic than many other energy commodities. As a result, global supply continued its upward trend and demand continued to grow. So let's look at supply boosts from the U.S. and the Mideast. Now, it's estimated global supply in 2019, the latest year which has been reported, was 331 metric million tons. The U.S. accounted for nearly 85 metric million tons of LPG production, which represents more than a 10% increase over the previous year. U.S. total production was more than twice that of its nearest rival, China. LPG production from Canada and Australia also grew in 2019. However, Saudi Arabia saw short-lived declines in output due to attacks on production facilities. Economic and political tensions, such as the ongoing U.S.-China trade war, have provided an opportunity for upswings in production and supply in the Middle East as prime exports to Asian markets. So let's look at demand gains in Asia-Pacific. Global demand in 2019 stood at nearly 325 metric million tons, a near 3% increase from the 2018 level. Demand is dominated by the residential sector, accounting for 44%, which is centered around the heating and cooking sectors. The petrochemical sector made up about 28% of demand in 2019, followed by industrial at 11%, refineries at 8%, transportation at 8%, and agriculture at 1%. Asia-Pacific countries, and especially China and India, accounted for a significant portion of gains in demand in both the residential and petrochemical market sectors. When we look at the transportation sector, auto gas demand grew by 1% globally in 2019, continuing a decade-long pattern of growth. South Korea, Turkey, and Russia remain the largest markets with consumption of 3 metric million tons per year each. But Eastern Europe continues to see nominal demand growth as auto gas rises in popularity as an economically attractive transportation fuel. The Netherlands, Japan, and Australia, some of the oldest and most reliable auto gas markets, saw declines in demand averaging about 10%. So what about LPG and shipping? 
While 2020 figures are still being collected, 2019 saw a breakthrough in freight rates. Spot rates on the very large gas carrier benchmark Mideast Gulf Japan route averaged $58 per metric ton, compared with around $30 per metric ton in the last three years. Time charter rates for the 12 months period were also higher in all sectors. Amid high freight rates, favorable arbitrage conditions meant that there was some maneuvering room for those lifting from the U.S. Gulf Coast and delivering to Asia Pacific. The LPG fleet capacity increased further in 2019 and stood at 35 million cubic meters at the end of the year. The semi-refrigerated sector accounted for most of the rise. Around 18 very large gas carriers entered the fleet in the past two years, following 46 in 2017 and 69 in 2016, an indication that the freight market is rebalancing, as reflected on stronger freight rates. This took the LPG fleet to nearly 1,500 vessels. Now, the International Maritime Organization, or IMO, regulation on bunker fuels went into effect in January 1 of 2020, effectively increasing operating costs in the form of higher bunkering costs for low sulfur fuels. Ship owners were well prepared for this change, and the impact on freight rates was largely shrugged off. So now let's look at some climate change considerations. Now, the past 24 months have provided an opportunity for the LPG industry to review and reposition itself in the present and future role of climate change. Industry-wide efforts to adapt, innovate, and engage in mitigation practices have proven positive, both internal to the industry and externally. Innovations like bio-LPG have kicked off discussions in key markets like Europe and North America. As a byproduct of renewable diesel and jet fuel production, Renewable propane, chemical, and physical properties are identical to propane produced from traditional sources. However, it is carbon neutral. Additionally, renewable propane producers are eligible for subsidies through California's Low Carbon Fuel Standard and the U.S.'s Federal Environmental Protection Agency Renewable Fuel Standard Program. Beyond renewable propane, the LPG industry is investing in technology and product development toward a net-zero future. This includes research and development efforts in the transportation and industrial engine market sectors, such as advanced spark ignited engine technology, propane hybrid drive systems, and advanced exhaust catalyst systems. Similarly, LPG projects and products are beginning to play a role in providing resiliency to the electric grid through primary backup and hybrid systems to support other renewables like solar and wind installations. Distributed power generation Grid-free and microgrid systems powered by LPG are providing highly versatile and sustainable in areas where the electric grid is overtaxed by current demand. These systems not only build in some level of resiliency to the grid, but also serve to improve energy and environmental equity. Today, much of the developing world does not have access to clean cooking fuel. Black carbon emissions, such as those emitted from the burning of firewood, dung, and charcoal, continue to be a major issue for residential air quality in many developing countries. As proposed by the World LPG Association, LPG could save millions of lives and support sustainable transformation of the household sector by becoming the go-to residential cooking fuel source. Now finally, let's look at the sector outlook. Now midterm LPG market forecast suggests strong supply and continued growth worldwide. Global LPG production is expected to exceed 370 metric million tons per year by 2030, roughly a 14% increase from 2019 global production. Trade flows will continue to expand, 
However, they will likely become more complex with continued geopolitical and geoeconomics issues among the key market movers. Significant trade routes like the Mideast Gulf to Asia Pacific, U.S. to Asia Pacific, and U.S. to Europe are likely to make up a significant portion of global movements in LPG. Continued demand in traditional residential heating and cooking segments is expected. Market projections suggest 15% growth from 2019 to 2030, culminating in more than 150 metric million tons per year of global demand. The cooking sector in Asia-Pacific will see the largest gain in incremental LPG demand. Alongside India, growth is forecast in several smaller markets in the region, including Bangladesh, Vietnam, and the Philippines. Continued expansion of the natural gas grid, rising energy efficiency, and legislative pushes towards renewables and carbon-free sources will continue to impact the North American market. Similar impacts will be felt in Northwest Europe and Northeast Asia based on current projections. Demand in South America, however, will continue to grow and be a consistent source for U.S. LPG exports. Similar demand growth is expected in the global petrochemical market, primarily coming from Asia-Pacific markets as well. Construction of new propane dehydronization plants will see global demand for LPG as a petrochemical feedstock. Recently published global scenarios include the newest International Energy Agency, or IEA's, roadmap for the global energy sector. Such studies tell much the same story. The focus of government and business leaders must be on these solutions already in hand today, rather than on technology breakthroughs that may not come in time or that may never come. As centralized energy systems become more brittle and system upgrades become more expensive, LPG is increasingly seen as a key distributed energy source made attractive by its wide availability, lower relative cost, and small carbon footprint. Again, we want to thank you for listening to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column.